this episode of the Fan Man Podcast. I'm DJ Gove. Chris Davis. Sean Hogarty. Howdy. Snyder Cut. Gentlemen. Yay. Yeah, recording on a Thursday, which is not the norm for us. All because... And we're Sean, a week late. We are. We are. Well, we it's time's a bitch, man. It's hard to find time. <laughs> so, Snyder Cut finally came out. Yay. Four hours. Four glorious fucking hours. 402. Give him credit for his two fucking minutes, okay? Uh, it's honestly, 402. It could have went five and I wouldn't have cared. I wouldn't have mattered. I could not get enough of it. I did I, not well, find it overweighted, yeah. Like yeah. It, which is which is pretty unusual. So just so case when anyone, did you guys watch? I watched Thursday night. Well Thursday I, I, I dinner I started at dinner time. Yeah, and I watched I watched Sunday afternoon into the evening. So Funny story, Johnny and I were trading messages at 6 a.m. Thursday morning because we both got up at 5 to watch so as to not have anybody spoil anything. Him yeah. for obvious reasons because people will be walking into the shop. Me because I don't sleep. But <laughs> I, yeah, I'm really I good at wait. not not getting spoiled. If I'm going to watch something, I can I can avoid it for a few days. I didn't think mm-hmm. you got up that early. I didn't think 6 a.m. was was your style. Uh, for stuff I care about like golf or Schneider. Oh, fair enough. There. I'm not going hunting toys or anything like that. I mean, let's not be silly. <laughs> not in line at Walmart or some shit. <laughs> Good night, everybody. No. <laughs> okay, so anyone who doesn't understand how we got to this this moment. So three years ago, f- we'll say three and a half years ago, Zack Snyder was working on the Justice League movie for Warner Brothers. And was it his stepdaughter committed suicide? His stepdaughter, yeah. Yep. Autumn. Yep. So his stepdaughter committed suicide, and he decided to um, step away from production. Uh, instead of waiting for him to come back or to figure out what to do, Warner Brothers went, "Hey, let's get that guy that did that crappy second Avengers movie and let him finish yeah, it." The, yeah, first and second. Um, they okay. Zach actually said it just it became too much to fight with the studio. They wanted your jokey, shiny, poppy. People and that wasn't what his they universe wanted, was at all. They wanted Avengers. Yeah, yeah, they wanted to try. Yeah, and DC's not the Avengers. It's just it's it's a different the whole mm-hmm. the whole label is mm. a different tone. DC is dead parents in Crime Alley. You know, <laughs> dead we're gonna blow up an entire world. Yeah, you want an all powerful being? We're killing off an entire planet just so you can have him. Yep. Have fun. Maybe in maybe in fifty years we'll give you a cousin just because we'll throw you a bone. And that's only because she left first and got stuck in an asteroid. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah, shit happens. So Joss Wheaton came in and uh, finished up. Is he a cousin of Will Wheaton? <laughs> Will Wheaton. Wheaton. <laughs> Wheaton. Um, Wheaton. Like Weedabix. <laughs> so Joss Wheaton came in and um, <laughs> did all his- John's face is gold. <laughs> finished the movie out. Uh, reshot a bunch of stuff, uh, changed a whole bunch of the movie, uh, changed all the CGI. I don't, whatever. Came up so, with that crappy, I hear you can talk to fish line. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause that was, that was funny in 83, mm, but, um, yeah. So anyway, so just, we came out and like, I didn't hate it. Like I didn't mind it, but people, and it made, you know, it did. Okay. It made like, like 800 something million dollars worldwide yeah. and it all was that. watchable. Yeah, it was. But everyone immediately, because there was a whole bunch not to like about it, immediately started going, hmm, I wonder what Snyder would have done if he got to finish it. 
Which is funny because a lot of like you know people like to shit on Snyder stuff too. Like people didn't like Sucker Punch. People shit on Watchmen for some strange reason. I have no idea why. I loved Watchmen. People bitch him out about Watchmen BBS. Was amazing. Watchmen was like yeah, it was a work of art. But people piss him on about it. Um, oh yeah, that's right. It's a movie in the internet. <laughs> but get off so everyone, your high so, horse. You don't belong on one. <laughs> so <laughs> he is the internet. I am the internet. He's so the anyway, walking so, embodiment. That's right. So. Right after it came out, you started hearing all these grumblings of like, oh, well, Zack Snyder was going to do this and Zack Snyder didn't do that. And it would have been this and it should have been this. And because there was stuff clearly missing out of that first cut, the Wheaton cut. Clips that we had seen. You saw Iris West in the trailer at Mm -hmm. one point in time. She wasn't even in the movie. Um, The teasers had whole scenes that never made that final cut. And didn't even tie into that final cut. Yeah. or Or when they did show up, they were different colors and stuff. It was just odd. It was really mm-hmm. weird. So now we're in the, you know, three years later, we're in the realm of, uh, you know, Warner Brothers and HBO having their own streaming service and much like Disney need to pump out content. And they went, hey, you know what? Just finish the fucking thing. We'll leave you alone and do it. So so we'll take, just take a step back. Yeah. Yeah. I think you need to spend a little more time on how you got okay. there. Go, take over then. And, and yeah, I was jumping to conclusions. Before you do, you know, as, as the... You know, I love this stuff, but I don't obsess on it or or pre pre game it as much as you guys tend to. You know, I know it's coming out. I knew I was going to watch it. I, you know, I saw you know I saw the trailer and stuff, but I I really wasn't. You know, back when it came out, I think I didn't even see it for quite a while. Um, even though I love Batman, love Batfleck, um, I I knew that Whedon had done stuff. I was generally a Joss Whedon fan. Right, big Firefly and Buffy fan. Um, you know, if only this, his actresses were. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, where where we are on Joss Whedon today is a very different place than we were during Justice League, right? As far as the public, um, but but so you know, I I thought the movie was okay, and I knew that there was discussion about you know Snyder would have done differently. Obviously, I knew he left under you know difficult, challenging circumstances of multiple yeah. types. Mm-hmm. But it didn't occur to me how, you know, I thought Whedon just had to finish and had to put together stuff that wasn't shot. Um, and obviously, as we'll get to what we talk about, what we have, I'll talk about my reaction to it. But yeah, Chris, you wanted to kind of roll back and cover some other yeah. stuff. So, yeah, sorry, I, I jumped ahead. No, no, and that's fine. So what really happened from, we're, what, four years removed? I guess yeah. it is. In the original yeah. movie, it was like, End of sixteen seventeen, yeah. That released. Um, you had an online movement, so there was there was always the rumblings, like you said, DJ. There was little rumors and innuendos, and you'd hear them from various sources. Either pictures that were posted, people would question the little scenes that we saw. Um, a shot of Dark Side would leak. Yeah, there was. Didn't, they alluded to Dark Side, but you never saw Dark Side in what we saw. Am I wrong? During press, didn't Cavill mention that his suit was black? And then when he saw the movie, they talked it wasn't, about the black suit. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. Cavill actually said it, like, "Oh yeah, that was in a black suit." And I'm like, "What? No, um, blue and I red." Think there was. Um, no, I could have swore there was like a test shot. Yeah, there was too, where they showed him in the yeah. black and silver. I thought he was on Graham Norton or something, or one of those like British like shows where he possibly had mentioned yeah. The suit. Everybody yeah. rats out on Graham Norton for Christ's sakes. <laughs> um, you had people like Kevin. Come on, talk. Who had been on set with people that worked on Justice League? Um, I believe it was for Last Jedi. Yes, it was over at Pinewood, and they yeah. were telling him, "Guy, the stuff you haven't seen, 
that we built for that movie that they just cut out. And when we saw it, you could see it was an entirely different tone than anything. That wasn't a Zack Snyder movie. It was lighter than even Wonder Woman was by itself. Mm, No question. So all these pieces coming together, you had an online fan community that started beating the drum to release this mythical Snyder Cup before they knew if there was even one that was there. It probably took, what, a year, two years until Zack dropped the shot of the two film canisters with Snyder Cut on the piece of tape on the outside. And then you started hitting overdrive that you're probably going back 18 months at this point guys where when the fan when the fan clamoring for this was reaching a fever pitch you had one day where all of a sudden it was Momoa Cavill Gal Gadot and then Affleck over the top tweeting out just the hashtag release the Snyder Cut (laughs) so you had confirmation from the key players that have been part of this universe from day one saying Yes, we want to see, let him finish what he started here. Yeah. Yeah. And now dovetails nicely into what DJ was saying in a world of streaming services where now these places need nothing but content and HBO needs something to launch this. Disney was fine. Yeah. Even without Marvel, Disney would have been fine just as like had, a kid's network. For yeah. They, I mean, and, and on top of that, they, you know, they had Mandalorian and Hamilton, which is oh, like have, just yeah. peel money off. It's yeah, yeah. Here's seventy five million. Exactly. <laughs> Just so, show that you know. Yep. So Warner Brothers decided to okay, let's you know let's, let's let him finish this thing up, and then so you heard that they're going to let Zack Snyder come in and finish it, and people. I, I mean, I've read some stuff where, you know, the the rational people are like, oh, this is you know because they needed something different to sell the service, like you said, and then you had another section of people that were saying like, well, this was the kind of because something we even talk about was you heard on top of Wheaton just fucking ruining the tone of this movie and like what Just League was. And you heard about this crazy story about how he, he like tried to bury Ray Fisher. Well, and yeah, it's it's an interesting decision for them to go forward with the movie because that immediately puts you in a position where that story doesn't die. Right. Yeah. You are giving that story legs for another. Yeah, but you you had people months, thinking that years. this was like some camouflage. Like, no, no, everything was fine. Look, we're still putting them. You know, people didn't know. But um, we, I mean, that's a whole other show, the Ray Fisher stuff. But yeah, which we'll, we'll get to. We start talking about the actual movie. But um, so they went, hey, you know, go ahead and finish it. And you heard the number. You heard like, ah, oh, they're gonna give him twenty million bucks to go reshoot this thing. And then, like Chris said, then you heard it was oh Ben's putting the suit back on. Gal, um, they're mm-hmm. they're going they're going to Gal when she was filming eighty four to film her doing some stuff. Then you know, then you heard Cavill. So all these guys are coming. Ben back. wasn't even approved. Zach went and did that on his own, and then yeah. CG'd the entire yep. background. Yep, you can pick up house. He filmed at his house. Yeah, you can pick up Skinny Ben. You know exactly yeah, yeah. what oh, yeah. was tagged on there. Yeah. Um, and then you heard because yeah, I guess there's a whole bunch. I mean, so Batman and Cyborg had such a, a more of a, uh, a major part in the original stuff. So all, they had so much footage on hand to fix those two characters. Especially Cyborg. West stuff, especially Cyborg. Yeah, Cyborg, yeah. Flash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you're, you know, you're bringing everyone back. Um, and then you heard 30 million. And then by the time it was all said and done, you heard 70 million bucks they spent to finish this thing. 70 plus. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, at seventy million bucks is seventy million bucks. That's more than they it spent. To, uh, they spent on Shazam for Christ's sakes. Shazam was sixty two, I think. 
So they spent hey, big- Chuck comes a lot cheaper, okay? That's true. He does. He does. There's not seven Chucks. So. Ben's not a- Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, um, so you had, you know, basically a, an actual whole second movie budget. I, I, I can't even talk- practically a very serious matter and i got fucking hokey pokey hal up here no, um mm, i'm doing the justice league dance oh okay I'm, yes <laughs> dj this is exercise uh, exercise the wonder twist <laughs> um so uh, fuck where was i oh yeah so, so they spent 70 million dollars and they, they brought it back and you ended up with Debut last Friday night or Friday morning at 5.40 a.m. Whenever they turned it on. Um, the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Uh, in all its four hours of glory. On HBO Max. On HBO Max. In and 4K Oh HBR. my fucking God, is this thing good. So Absolutely gorgeous. It's stunning. Recency bias and all that. Way more. I mean, I love the Marvel stuff. Even though, you know, despite people think half of them are complete trash. Um, but Justice League is, that's that's my team. That's the one I want to see more of. So. So this, this was weird for me because honestly, I didn't remember Justice League, the original cut, very much at all. And was confused in that, right, I'd seen... Wonder Woman, I'd seen Batman v Superman, I'd seen, um, mm-hmm. was there another one? Man uh, of Steel. Man the, of Steel. Man of Steel, but Birds of Prey, which I know is totally outside this, uh, Suicide Squad, very much, but the- Same universe, though. Same universe, um, but Batman v Superman and Aquaman, for me, are blurred, and still are, honestly, I haven't gone back with uh with justice league um and i i had such bad memory and so when i sat down to watch it i i wasn't too concerned because i knew okay i'm seeing four hours but it's you know but i'm familiar with the movie and i was really disoriented because i recognized almost nothing in terms of footage and scenes i mean there were a few things i'm like oh yeah i remember you know this bit but it was it was like a brand new couple of movies to me. I loved the way they mm-hmm. kind of chaptered it up. Um, yeah, it was it was really good. It flowed. It felt like an actual story. Yeah, like I said, the thing could have been five hours, and I would have batted an eye because it just it did not slow down for me. So I mean, yeah. he's he said there was another half hour that he cut out. Yeah, it would be that they could have the- left, and he almost did because if it's one shot, yeah, have it all. Here. I'm I'm hoping that's on because so they they have announced it is getting a physical release on 4K yeah. Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Hope to God it's on there. So I mean, but this thing you can tell it's a different movie right off the bat because right in the beginning of the movie you have the scene on Themyscira when the mother box wakes up. Right. Um, and they kind of do a it cool. It's almost like the they they go back to BVS and they showed the kill shot between Doomsday and Superman. Um. And then, mm-hmm. like, it's like the scream of Superman. So it wakes everything up. It's like, oh, the Kryptonian's dead. Time to go after Earth kind of thing. Right. Which I like that. But right off the bat, um, your your main villain, Steppenwolf, shows up on Themyscira. No, it's... Take a step back. Did I skip that You again? see the box awaken. Yeah. But then you jump to Bruce. It dovetails right into the end of Batman v Superman. It goes from the funeral to oh, Bruce yeah, trying right. to put the team together. 
That's right. Bruce is on the horse in the snow coming down oh, to the fishing Oh, that's right. The Aquaman scene's first. The Aquaman scene's extended and first. Yeah. So it kind of, it ties right into, it's the continuation of that story. Yeah. It right. makes sense that this was the next thing that was coming in his larger tale. And then, yes, it jumps right back to your extended yeah. Themyscira scene. So you're, you're in Themyscira and the fact you can tell it's not just an extended movie, but a different movie is that when Steppenwolf shows up on Themyscira, he looks totally different. He's a brick shit house compared to the first movie. But now that instantaneously, he kills about 17 of them. Just wha- you see like, you know, neck snap and bodies go yeah. limp and it's not your normal comic book stuff. Oh, this guy got punched real hard. These chicks are dead. Yeah. Like he just starts waxing people. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like, oh, okay, this is what this is. Mm-hmm. This is the tone they're going for. And you jump from that to what I really liked at the beginning of this movie is every character gets their own development. Yeah. You'd only seen snippets in Batman v Superman. Well, he had you saw the Lex file to do it, yeah. Right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. yeah, he had already, I mean, all of this stuff was taped. The extended Wonder Woman scene when she's saving the hostages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This wasn't, this wasn't your normal superhero fair stopping a bank robbery or anything. This guy was going to flat out mow down Paris. 40 children. Yeah. That's it. That was it. When the bomb didn't work. Yep. I mean, he went right back to the automatic weapon and was just going to mow them down. And then she kills the guy. Yes. She fucking vaporizes him out the fucking window. It's like. It's more. Zach has always taken a more real world type of approach that. You know, the superheroes aren't just going to save everybody and tie them up with rope and leave them hanging off a light post. Right. Yeah. They're not going to web them up for the police to come and get. Because <laughs> this motherfucker is trying to kill somebody. So, yeah. you know, this is... But DC was always more... And I think this is one thing that Zach did, and we'll talk about it more as we go through. He portrayed gods as gods. Yeah. These were gods living among us, not your cartoony characters, your hokey jokesters saving people here. You want you want to go you know? into some gods real quick since you brought it up? Sure, fire away. So, please. The um it, it, they had it in the first episode too. They had the the flashback of like basically the Atlanteans and Themyscira, the Amazons and and you know, you know the the kingdom of men basically if you want to talk like in Lord of the Rings speak. Corralling the mother boxes away from Steppenwolf in the first one. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Steppenwolf is just like a foot soldier basically. He reports, dark side, yeah. he reports to daddy. Mm. So now you finally get, you get daddy, you get dark side. Anyone who doesn't know who dark side is, Sean's time card. Dark side is DC's big bad. Um, for everyone who watched all the Avengers movies, um, he, dark side could whip Thanos's ass. He was Thanos two or three years before Thanos. Yeah. I think Starling fully admits he ripped off dark side for Thanos. Yeah, the yep. whole thing. But Thanos like the foot has soldiers, a, the whole thing. Yeah, Thanos always has like a twisted purpose in his planning. Darkseid just don't care. Darkseid wants to just destroy everything. He is the baddest he's, of the bads. He wants to take over everybody. He's searching yep. for the end. He, he is. He is the number one comic bad guy. I think to me in all through all the comics. So mm-hmm. you get Darkseid, um, and in this extended fight scene of you know it's hundreds of years ago. You have like. You know, Wonder Woman's mom and the Atlanteans. Um, you get a better shot of the King of Atlantis, which is awesome. Uh, but you get the new gods. You get Zeus, you get Ares, and it looks like mm-hmm. Professor Lupin from Wonder Woman, like younger. And you get 
uh, real good footage of a Green Lantern before he dies. Mm. Zeus looked a little bit like Butcher from the boys, too. Yeah, or um, he kind of had that Carl, yeah, right. yeah, a yeah. little bit. Yeah, yeah he had that drive by or Carl Urban bit. look, but he was mm-hmm. awesome. Like he's winding back and throwing like lightning Hadoukens. Yep. I mean, that whole scene was awesome. It was yeah, awesome. And instead of just trying again, I think back to just, and I don't want to compare everything back to the Avengers, like them tying up Loki and handing him over to the authorities. These motherfuckers went at. Dark side with an axe and tried to take his head off. Yeah, they embedded it, an axe yeah. shoulder deep. Not the like, hand. They, they took out the, the jugular. Went for the head. Oh yeah. Um, but like in that fight too, you see people going down. The the Green Lantern, who is an unnamed Green Lantern, it's not one that well known from the books, dies in the battle. Uh, there's only one which kind of sucked, but whatever. I I okay. We'll get there. In a yeah, minute. they yeah they they kind of stepped on that one. Yeah, but um, he was supposed to be in a different scene. I know. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> but um, so you you have a new big. Basically, this whole thing revolves on a new bad guy, and you also get some context for the Steppenwolf character that makes him more than just CGI man from space came from the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you get Dark Side. You know, his court basically. So you get Sod, who's like his. Like you know, think of like a when an emperor has a royal advisor kind of guy. That's the side of the guy in the robe. And then she doesn't talk or nothing, but you do see Granny Goodness in this movie, which runs the orphanage. Which looked an awful lot like Gwendolyn Christie. If they brought her- Did they kind of? It did. It's almost like they used her for the CG. Yeah. For that. Um, I'd, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I'd mm-hmm. be fine with She'd that. She'd work perfect. Um, So, you know, the the vision was is that you had the orphanage on Apocalypse. You had Big Barda. I mean, you had- you know, you probably had uh, was it Adam Strange? You, I mean, you had—is that his name, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, the new guy. You had you're all gonna these, have, you're Mr. Gonna Miracle. Have, you're gonna have Mr. Miracle. Yep. Um. So, because that's the thing too is like a lot of people, you know, everyone knows Iron Man, Spider Man, Captain America, whatever. And but on the DC side, like things just go so like deep and crazy that once you bring Darkseid in, you have Apocalypse, and you go New Gods. Just the list of characters you can spew off is just insane. So he had it's, a good idea. He had a really good vision of what could come up. The movie is being made. It's been greenlit. Ava DuVernay yeah. is writing it and getting ready to direct as we speak. The new gods. Yeah. yeah new the gods. new gods. Yeah. Yeah. Cool characters. Always hard to read as a kid. It read a little weird. Um, but, you know, that should be good. So you get the story with Darkseid. You get the battle. You get the mother boxes put back. And then you get. Um, then Cyborg really starts to come into play. Mm-hmm. Um, you, go ahead, Chris. No, I was going to say you get a much, much extended version of his backstory in this. You get to see a little bit more of the family dynamic before the accident that leaves him in the state, in the position where he would become cyborg. Um, you get a little more taste as to it's not dad as the mad scientist that went immediately to a mother box right. to create himself a robot. You see the tortures. He's trying to do everything he can to save his son before going to the last resort. Yeah. Things like that. And the lengths he's going to try to protect the son that hates him for turning him into that. Yep. Trying to keep the mother box secret and keep him shielded. And it's it puts a different take on it and builds that whole emotional backbone for the character as you go through the rest of the movie. Yeah. And um, like you realize quickly, like 
that it, it's weird too because like you know especially like you know younger kids might watch this and they think of cyborg as like you know booyah from like new teen titans go like teen titans yeah. go or something like that but he's awesome he is yeah but like this kid nailed this character it's new 52 cyborg to a t i and i gotta say I, I was not really a fan of the performance at all really yep wow i i i was not um I'm not sure what I was expecting to be different. I found his, he just seemed kind of dead to me. Like, and not in a. Almost like a cyborg? Well, yeah, but it, I, I, no, not, not like a cyborg. I mean, like a character. I was not, I was like in, in the overall four hour thing. It stuck out to me and pulled me out of the movie that when he was on screen, I was not in it. Um, Interesting. It, and and mm. it's just a personal thing, but there was something about it that I, and I was thrilled yeah. to have that exposition. And the, like, I loved the, the football stuff. I loved the, the, I loved the father stuff and him going back and re-listening to the, you know, I, I love all that stuff. The actual performance for me really... Did not fit for me. Really? Yeah. That's strange because he's, yeah, yeah, for me, he was the most fantastical character, if you were the most out there character. Mm -hmm. But he also, in this was just my take on it, he had the most human moment out of the whole thing. When he takes his time out to save the waitress that's lost her apartment, that he's been able to see her on the security cameras giving away her tips. When she can't feed her I, own kids. I love the writing. That, right? that moment goes to the writing for me, not to the performance. Like again, I you know, I Yeah. It didn't yeah. it didn't ruin the movie for me or anything, but I was kind of shocked by it given how much I enjoyed the writing and the extension of that character's story. I just really mm-hmm. didn't like him in it. I mean, he is he's much more of a tortured soul than say like your Teen Titans run cyborg. It's a different character than Well, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's not. I'm not judging him based upon anything else. It's literally. Yeah. I like the writing. I didn't enjoy the performance. Yeah, it's more. It, this cyborg was certainly not so much the costume, but it was more taken from the original Titans run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Than any of the stuff we've seen since. No question. All right. So after we see cyborg, DJ, where do we go? Uh, Flash. <laughs> Which I still hate. I still can't stand the guy. It's yeah, I hear you. It's probably because I. Yeah. It's I Wally like West, Grant not Barry so Allen. Much. Yeah, yeah, that's I, my thing. It's still I Wally like West him better than I did before, but I still actually dislike this casting. Yeah, I'm not a big. We've talked about. I'm not a big Ezra Miller guy. Well, um, at least you like, didn't watch the dark the the recent uh, the stand. Yeah, his his portrayal of trash can man in the stand will ruin anything else he ever does for you. Really? Yes. It's like Chris Catan was dissolved in acid and then left on the bad end of an acid trip. Uh, You know? Yeah. It's horrible. There is a lot of Chris Catan in him. I couldn't put my finger on it, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was so bad. Don't don't ever watch it. There's There's a reason he's pumping gas now, right? Chris Kattan. Isn't he working at a Waffle House in Alabama or something? I kind of like Chris Kattan. 
I don't dis- dislike him. I'm talking about no, this particular I got you. performance. Yeah. No, I got you. Yeah, no. Ezra Miller, I'm not, not a fan of him. No, though not a fan. I enjoyed this better than the little snippets I've seen of him before. At I, least it filled out his character. Though the smarmy, whiny, emo, hipster sitting with the dogs, and uh, he's just too cutesy. Like I, I, I didn't like him. Yeah. They, he, they, they have him playing the wrong Flash. See that that's not yeah, it for me because I don't know the right or wrong Flash. Oh. I just didn't I didn't like him as as somebody that read the original run a lot. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the performance is true to the comics. Barry was always that disheveled goofball. Like that was his 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 pair of glasses. Basically, <laughs> he can't wear the glasses like Clark, but that was his thing. He was always late. He was always the stumbling, bumbling. Yeah, he was always late. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's one of those kind of things as opposed to it was always distracting by doing something like that. Um, I personally don't like him as the character, although the arc that you saw in the movie makes a hell of a lot more sense leading into a Flashpoint movie. Yeah. You could see how Zach was setting it up for yeah, that movie. That's true. I mean, that's very true. clearly. I did but. kind of enjoy how like the one scene when he says Iris, like he's, he's, you know, he's wearing a civvies and when he moves, starts, he moves so fast as Chuck Taylor's explode. Cause that makes perfect yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. But, um, and he had I little still, lightning bolts on him. They were so cute. So cute. Um, I also, I, but like the whole thing with that flash is like, I don't like the actor. I really don't like the suit. It just the seems, suit looks stupid. It's just for the fastest guy alive. It just seems too heavy and impractical and not aerodynamic and, and stitched together weirdly and with like wire. I don't know. I yeah. just, I'm sure you know. I'm sure there's a reason for it, but it's just it's just that. But when you combine those two things, uh, it just takes me out of that character completely. I just yeah. So I, I, I'd honestly out. forgotten about Flash because I was focused on my eh, meh feeling about Cyborg. But the fact that I disliked the Flash and didn't like Cyborg's casting and performance didn't take away from the fact that seeing those characters fleshed out, having the scenes written around there, seeing seeing Iris, seeing... I thought they did a fantastic job with most of the speed stuff. Like, I hadn't seen... You know, because you've seen Quicksilver, you've seen Flash on the TV, you've seen all these different takes on speed. I thought they did a pretty nice, dynamic, organic, you know, presentation of speed. I don't like the way he runs. The... Yeah. He runs like he's underwater trying to like grab the ring at the pool or something like that. It just it drives me fucking ape shit. But you have to give a shout out when it comes to the speed work, the scene with him and Cal, which we'll get to, when it's just the two of them after Cal gets rid of everybody else, yeah. mm-hmm. was pitch perfect. Oh yeah. That's in the first You didn't one, though, need right? you didn't need the not the full extension. And there was a snippet of it. Yeah. And you they kind of then alluded to the race at the end. They oh, yeah, did the yeah. fan service as the credit yeah. scene at the end of the first one. Let's, so let's get to that. So so Flash and Cyborg probably had the biggest expansion in the movie. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But so then they, they do still bring Superman back from the dead the same way. That was, I thought that was a Wheaton thing, but I guess not. That's how they planned on bringing him back. So they bring the mother box to the ship and they, so they bring Superman back basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do, you get the scene where, you know, he's still kind of like a little disoriented. So he ends up fighting them all. And like Chris has said, you get the scene where Barry's trying to run behind him and he just turns his head slightly. It's like, what the fuck it's, do you think you're doing? You see the eyes turn. 
Yeah. That's a, oh, yeah, the eye turns for just his right eye kind of goes yeah. to the corner. And, and he's Barry watching just him as he goes. Like, he's like, oh, shit. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Which is one thing Zack Snyder did that no one's ever done before. Granted, there's only really one set of movies before this is that, you know, they always try to like humanize Superman. It's like, no, he's fucking Superman. He's the mm-hmm. goat. I mean, let him like, you know, like I said, I was like, oh, man, Steel was too dark. I was always like, I want to see this guy throw a punch for 30 years and he snapped some guy's neck. It was amazing. There's, yeah, there's a reason why when Steppenwolf was talking to Desaad the first time, he makes reference to the fact no Kryptonian. Exactly. The Kryptonian is the one being Darkseid's afraid of. Yeah. Right. That's, the, that's your you deterrent. You have the all-powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, and, and you know, the, the scream from Superman dying, wait, you know, wakes the boxes up so they know he's, he's, he's not around. You know, it took me a second when it first happened. Going back and watching it the second time, I really liked how he played that. It made sense as opposed to the box just waking up. Yeah. You have this primal scream that resonates through the entire earth and yeah. beyond. It yep. made sense. Yeah, because you had Kryptonian killing Kryptonian, basically, because Doomsday was basically just Zod's body mutated. Exactly. Just that last dying scream yep. was what kicked off this entire series of events. Yeah. And then you ended up with, so Superman comes back. And you ended up with um, Black Suit Superman, like you had in the books back in the day. It's, yeah, you go through, you still have your same going back to Kansas scene. Still not sure why there were boxes of shit. Like Ma Kent just left the family stuff when it got foreclosed. Yeah. But she took you, her you, suitcase and the dog and you left go back, his clothes behind. You go back to uh, Kansas, Sands mustache lip, which was nice. Yes, we didn't have the Mission Impossible lip here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I still think he came out of it a little fast, but we, like you said, we don't have a six-hour movie to yeah. play with here. Because it took what? It took a year of books to get him out, to get, right? Fully. He, I mean, he didn't come back fully juiced up in the books. Yeah. He had the long flowing locks and all and that, did, but- And they did the, the, it the, took the, electri- the uh, stupid electricity thing with the red and blue suits kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I Although, that you do get the nice image of him out of Earth's atmosphere, just basking in, like charging up, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That yeah. was a nice shot. Just Superman, the shadow of him. Superman has a massive high spot in this movie, which he should be. He's mm-hmm. fucking Superman. He's the superhero. All my, we skipped over something else. So there's a Please. scene when Martha Kent is talking to Amy Adams in her apartment. Yeah, so, yeah, that's a good point. You should go back I, and I skipped over that. Talk about so, how Amy's just a fucking hot mess. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Since, she's a she, she's a train wreck. And Mark's gone. Yeah, and what, you know, Snyder had it set up so Lois Lane is basically the key to the universe and all this. Um, that isn't explained. It is. I mean, yeah. No. It's tied, yeah. The Flash thing is paid off in the epilogue. We're not there yet, but... Yeah. The little scene of Barry coming out of the monitor when Bruce's Yeah. It's 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 Lois, it's always about Lois. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I didn't I didn't get what that meant. Like the epilogue implied something on the other side proving that to be true, but didn't tell me what the hell was going on. Yeah. Bruce didn't save her. That's why Jared that's why the Joker was brought back. And took that dig at him that, you know, he's not hero enough to die himself. So essentially Bruce failed and let Lois die. Yeah. When? I, in you a video game, actually. That's, 
Yeah, it does it happen in, in the, the game, be- but- It happens in Injustice, the video game. And they were kind of going, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. But yeah. anyway, so so Martha's talking to Amy Adams. Wait for me comes to out know the- that. <laughs> Play more video games. I'll let you borrow it. Um, you can be the Ninja Turtles. Okay. So um, <laughs> I hadn't even thought of the video game, but yeah. Yeah. It's there. <laughs> um, so Martha Kent comes out of the hallway and you see the eyes turn red. And her head rolls back and she morphs out. And in that scenario, Martha Kent isn't Martha Kent. It's the Martian Manhunter. Right. Which that, that Harry Lennox, yeah, that immediately I was like, what? Um, but, but later on that's never addressed as to why he was acting as Martha. Like Martha was in fact, everything that that Martha said. Yeah. So did, but. So there's a line in the, in the last trailer they did with some, I'm, I'm wondering if it's maybe one of those, like that half an hour we cut out. There's a, a, vo- a Harry Lennox has a voiceover where it's like, you know, I, I've been I've been part of this planet for long enough now. It's my home. It's time to get involved. Mm-hmm. So he realizes he sat back on the sidelines and saw, you know, Doomsday kill Superman and the destruction from well, Zod and all this and decides to finally, you and, know, come forward. And he has a personal relationship with Lois. Yes. That was Lois's source in Man of Steel. Yeah. When she was trying to hunt yeah. down the yeah. bullets that were created by LexCorp, the whole thing. So they yeah, have a so relationship. That's, maybe he started getting involved ahead of time. Yeah. It's, I took I took it that scene as he's more looking out for a friend and just taking the image of yeah. you know, the boyfriend's mother to try to pull her out of the funk. Which is very much in the character, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't... Now, what I don't understand is, and we'll get to the last little bit there, but why, if he's on the sidelines and he knows this is happening... And he's aware, which, you know, by the end of it, you know that he's he's been aware of what's been going on and what's to come. Mm-hmm. Why would he stay on the sidelines during the battle? Uh, he never like, reveals himself until budget after. restrictions, Chris. Budget restrictions. probably he's probably it's something like that. But yeah. it's one of those things that you know he it's one of those kind of powerful. <laughs> he could have helped mean, out. The only thing I can think of is that the way I thought of it was like so he had he had Ark to bring him in. And it was probably a completely different second half movie. And he just, mm. he didn't have enough money to go back. And he basically would have to remake the entire movie to fit him in properly. That was the only thing I didn't, I love seeing him. Love that character. You love um, the character. That's the only thing that I tripped over just a little bit. And it didn't yeah. bug me that much. I mean, I had the same reaction Sean did. I think he actually slacked to us. What? Martian yeah, Manhunter? Yeah. That was, that was, that was Martha. That I Yeah. That's, yeah. I like the reveal as much. It was only going back the second time and thinking about it like, hey, motherfucker, why the hell are you sitting on the sidelines when they're getting their asses handed to them? Yeah. Like, they could have used an assist, you know? Like giant green OG Martian. Yeah. <laughs> fighting big horny guy. I mean, the only, thing I, like, the only thing I think of is that, you know, they take out Steppenwolf and then when he realizes Dark's Edge on the horizon, then he decides to step, step up finally. And, mm-hmm. You know, and then the way, I, you know, the way I see it in my head is then Martian Manhunter goes out on his own, and then pull, he plays the Batman role, and he goes out and he recruits the Lantern Corps, and he goes out and recruits like Shazam or whatever other Mister Miracle, whatever the space characters you want to like. You know, he, that would be his. He'd be like the ambassador, kind of. Yeah, that's how I see okay. that. You know, if they were going to keep going forward, I'll go with it. Okay, cool. Let's do that. <laughs> but um, works. So then you get, you know, you go like you know, uh, Superman meets Alfred, which was a kind of you know, you saw it in the trailer, which was a good scene. 
He calls it's, him Master Kent, what, which must have pissed him off because well, he knows who he is. Before we get there, I, lo- I love the Superman Alfred scene. Um, before we get there, you're still in Lois's apartment. You got to talk about the force majeure pregnancy test sitting in the drawer. Oh, it's yeah. It's implying that yeah. she was or is with child right. when she's going back to work. Yeah. I'm still tripped over the word, the choice of force majeure as the name of your pregnancy test, but that's yeah. okay. That's, yeah. hey, do you, Zach? That's fine. In that, in that extra half an hour, it's Jimmy Olsen's. <laughs> Jimmy's dead. Oh, yeah, that's right. He died in this one. Jimmy died in the desert. He died in a... He died in, in Man Batman v Superman. Yeah, that's they took, right. They took him out in the desert. He was a that's CIA. Right. I agent. forgot. I forgot about. We that. don't have an actual Jimmy Olsen. We don't have a Jimmy Olsen. Um, but so yeah, you get there. You have the whole. So it's after Lois decides to go back to work that you get the Superman rebirth scene. Yeah, she was visiting the site for the last time. Yeah, to kind of say so goodbye it, and then yeah. heading off. Yeah, so the day before she goes back to work or whatever. And um, then that leads into Kansas and everything Martha else now. Let's take a second to appreciate. So Clark has his little reunion with the two women in his life. Yep. And then, of course, he can't be going in a pair of you know ripped slacks and a flannel to go save the world. So he's back to. I'm guessing you're to think that's the fortress. Yeah, his ship was like like was it like his ship was like the I'm not his ship, the Kryptonian ship that was up in the Arctic that was abandoned on Earth prior. That was a sent that essentially Jure- became Jure- the fortress. Yeah, Jarrell's like uh, scout ship. Yes, yeah, it's, his so it's, essence is his there. fortress. Which I mean, I'm kind of cool with that, as opposed to like a crystal gets thrown into the stone, builds a castle. And it gave you, which was kind of a kick in the head because this was done right around the same time as yep. Iron Man three. You basically go through the gallery of suits. Yeah, they have like the old style, like the old like like original like the action comics ones in there, and and I wish. This is the one thing where this is the second bite of the app when we saw so much of the production stills. You know how cool it would have been to go through that scene clean as you're checking them off in your head mm-hmm. saying, I don't see the black one. I don't see the black one. Oh, shit. Is he? <coughs> and then to see him land at you know, yeah. Wayne's lakeside estate there because he let the fucking manor go to shit. Yeah. Like have him just walk through in like forties, fifties, and all of a sudden he stops and goes back to that was, oh it was awesome. Yeah, and he turns and just staring. You don't see exactly what's out of frame there. No. And they kept the cape, which was kinda of, kinda of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never really liked the long hair, no cape version. Yeah, no cape in Superman Returns. Especially it's the long no hair. capes. No. Okay, so now Superman's right. We kind of skipped over. Bruce has now assembled the whole team. Yeah, it's it's they, es- it's essentially the same, same like tunnel. Under Commissioner Gordon scenes pretty much the same. You got that. The Commissioner Gordon the underground pretty fights much pretty much the same. Like the first we're, like battle between uh, the Parademons. I mean, it's it's fairly the same. Yeah, we're getting close. I mean, you can tell the stuff that Josh cut out pretty quickly. You don't have the Parademon scene at the beginning to set up why. All of this is taking place. You yep. don't have the random Russian family that yeah. is hiding. It's like it's like Wander and Pietro's family hiding under the bed in Yeah. It's like Sokovia. one family in Chernobyl, basically. It's yeah, it didn't make any sense. No Barry saving the truck of people that's driving away. Yeah. None of that. that stuff. Also, um, so you know, you know, he's he's you know, he's got the three mother boxes, he's starting the unity. That's all the same. 
Um, but like the whole area looks totally different. It's not no red hue in the sky. It's all like like uh, you know, night is like blues and blacks and stuff. So the coloring of the whole third act is completely different, and it changes everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know what's one thing we need to talk about too is like so the another thing they did too is they went back and rescored the movie too. The Danny oh, Elfman God, score is gone, and it's all the junkie XL stuff because he did Man of Steel. No, wait, Hans Zimmer did Man of Steel, right? Um, I think he Hans did, did Man Hans of Steel. Did Junkie did BVS. Junkie did BVS. And he wrote mm-hmm. the Wonder Woman theme. Yes, which is <laughs> present on multiple occasions. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, Just... oh yeah. Yeah, the only thing I miss is that in the original cut, and they didn't do it in this one, is when Superman finally meets up with the rest of them, you got the, the little hint of the John Williams in there, like those couple notes, and they didn't do it this time, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Cause that's, yeah, you lost the music, but the reveal so much better was much better. There was no, hey guys, I'm here. It's, hey, I'm Superman. What's up? How's it going? He just goes and you get another one of those super speed shots of him when Steppenwolf was trying to take him out. He's just doing the slow turn. Yeah, back out of the way, and you see the hand just miss. Yeah, and it's almost like there's a hint of a smirk. Yeah, he, he goes, almost like fourth walls looks at the camera and goes. Eh. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's if there was a little wink there, it would have been. Yeah completely in character the so the steppenwolf fight the whole the whole the whole like siege on we'll call i'm gonna call it chernobyl because i forget what they called it mm-hmm. um was way better that whole like you know aquaman like getting like, thrown around from person to person thing got cut out and all like yeah. the you know the woohoos and the yeehaws hey. got cut out and whoa whoa he did still surf on a parademon of course i mean what, through you, a you, building you're just not gonna to give you the hair flip you're not gonna not surf on a parademon if you have the chance pops right? off the parademon Pulls out the trident, gives yeah. you the hair flip. All right, let's go. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's interesting because you got this theme, and it started with the Barry scene in BVS, right? That's when he has the first. Bruce has the first Barry premonition. Yes, I believe it's BVS. Yeah, it is. Um, and, and you get they very much built a theme through this whole thing where. Bruce has turned and he's fully willing to sacrifice himself. He's putting the team before himself. One scene that I did actually like that Josh did that didn't Joss did that didn't make this cut was when Diana walks in on him and sees Bruce with the shirt up, like the physical toll it's taking. Like this is just a man trying to fight. We all got superpowers and this dumbass is getting bounced off cars. Yeah. Just because he thinks he owes somebody something yeah I, that scene actually worked for me on that one but you you definitely see bruce taking a back seat to the team even when the plan you get to we'll call it chernobyl because mm-hmm. <laughs> it works yeah um going in there it's always about you take care of what you need to do don't worry about whatever else happens yeah and he's essentially the cannon fodder oh yeah i'm gonna fly the i'm gonna fly the plane into the shield to take out the tower and then I'll be the dumbass that drives in first to blow holes in. So the rest yeah. of you who literally could fly through the wall can hey, seriously enter easier. So it's, it's interesting that you're building this character arc where he's more than willing to sacrifice himself for the greater good, puts his own thoughts behind. And then you know where the storyline is going with the lowest scene. You can't, yeah. you don't know why or how he let her die. There's nothing in the character that, makes it seem like he would make the yeah. decision to let her die. But we know from 
the flashback or the flash forwards, actually. Yeah. That we see that clearly that, Cal thinks he let her die. Yeah, exactly. So they they start to fight the parademons. They get inside the like you know the the dome. Actually, was there? Yeah, there was a dome. They get inside the dome, mm-hmm. and then you end up with um, the fight with Steppenwolf, uh, much bigger, much badder Steppenwolf. Um, and this is a guy who you know said they gave him some you know some clout. Like he's got something to prove. Like he's on dark side shit list. Like he's on he's on the outs with this you know the supreme leader pretty much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he only owes so, him fifty thousand worlds. It's, yeah, that's it. That's, it. Like, uh, <laughs> that's all. Uh, yeah, a couple shekels. All the worlds. Yeah. <laughs> um, all because he put money on Ohio State. No. Um, but. He he's you know he he starts fighting and, and you know you think it's like oh like this guy could you know even with the we'll say the four of them because Batman's out running around in a in a car without a windshield you know this, this guy can give him a fight <laughs> and then friggin' Cavill shows up man and just beats the shit out of this poor guy like I I think yeah the Parademon fight before with the cannons the whole thing I they did a much better job showing that outside battle trying to get cyborg into yeah because basically batman just going oh shit fuck 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 you know it's like because there's a hundred million of these things he's got a car with a machine gun on it it played much more like oh my god it's ridiculous not quite the tank we'll see at the end but you know yeah yeah they just keep getting bigger um but what you what was really interesting like even with flash he's off fucking around trying to build up his charge yep right yeah, so we can basically unlike some yeah, unlike some of the other movies, it's not your three act structure in most of the superhero movies is okay. Um, here's your hero, something bad happens in act two, and here's the reclamation in act three for them to come save the day. You're building towards the save today, and a fucking parody even just takes them out. It's that's one thing that DC always did a little bit differently is throw that last curveball. There's that last hurdle for them to have to jump over. Now, unfortunately, we're going to have to go back in time as, you know, they always, it either comes from the sky or you have to reverse time yeah. to save everything here. I don't know how they're going to get around that in any of these goddamn movies, but I will say they did a nice job with, now you you mentioned Cavill shows up on site. We kind of, we jumped all around because we were so excited about the Cavill piece and the fight scene that he had yeah. and the little em- elements of that. Um so why don't you uh, walk us through exactly what Henry does to poor Mister Steppenwolf? I mean, so he dodges the punch in slow mo. He uh, rips one of his fucking horns off, <laughs> or like it's not like a horn; it's he, like it's it's half his head. <laughs> but he burnt the armor off from one section. Just took yes, out like the yep. whole side of his yeah armor. Um, the 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 shot of him flying right at the camera. Just this angry scowl on his face, like you motherfucker, was like. I mean, I don't think in real life I would want to cross that man. Henry Cavill looks like he could beat beat someone's ass. He just has that look, like the, you know, he's a pretty man, but he looks like he could fucking throw down. I would want to fuck with, and I'll take on Ezra Miller. Pretty sure I can whip his ass. Yeah, the other three, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, no. No. Even Fat Ben, I'm not fucking with. No, no, no. (laughs) He might be an angry drunk. I don't know. There you go. Um. Once you have a handful of Dunkins, that's his, that's his kryptonite. Yeah, um, it's mice coffees and we'll be fine. But um, so yeah, Superman just literally just beats the shit out of him, which was awesome because that's how it should be. He's Superman. Well, and 
that ties into the Superman that you saw in Man of Steel. They tore down a city trying to kill each other. Yeah. I mean, when he gets Steppenwolf down and it's just jackhammer punch and you see him pounding and blood splattering up as you're just beating the living shit out of this guy. It was insane. It was, it's crazy. It was so crazy. Um, Mm. And then, you know, so the, uh, the portal opens and you see Darkseid. Um, and it's like, in so the first shot of dark side of the, in the, um, the prologue in the beginning of the movie, he looks, um, different. You know, he's got like no shirt on and he's got, he still looks like dark side, but he's, you know, he's got the Omega symbol, like caved into his chest, kind of part of like his rib, like his mm-hmm. breastbone kind of, and he looks cool and all, but at the end he's got the blue tunic on and the hood. And it's just like, it's so good looking dark side has a very, a regal kind of look to him. Um, and with the red eyes and the stone kind of skin, he's just, he's so freaking cool looking. And they gave you a shot of the Omega beams in one of the they did flash battle sequences, yep. which is awesome. Yeah. He's taking out Arthur over here yep. as he fries somebody behind him, yep. which is well, that's right. Yeah. So, so Darkseid shows up and nukes everybody except for Barry mm-hmm. and then Barry, you know, as DC fixes every problem, Barry just runs real fast and turns. <laughs> well, um, he heals. Yes, you know, he heals. He runs real left fast. Left side of his gut. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how they snap things on the, in the DC world. Barry, Barry hops on a treadmill. They totally should have just used chairs if I could turn back time as he's running back towards. That would have been awesome. Just give me a so few cool. bars of it, just a just a hint. Yeah, seriously. Just for us old people, you know. Yeah. So anyway, so Barry runs backwards and kind of undoes Dark Side, jumping in basically. And right. You you kind of needed that for Flashpoint, right? So this is. This gives you the little kernel of an idea. Now, Barry knows that he can go back yep. to potentially try to save his mother. Yes. He had never, he he made, I hate it when, you know, there's exposition, like we have to explain why this is bad. Yeah. You know, he's saying how he's breaking the rules. Yeah. I don't know who told him the rules, where he learned the rules. I mean, do, do we get Zoom somewhere else? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Somebody obviously told him that it's bad to run that fast because you can go you can, you know. Yeah. Oh, I think it was Do- Doc Brown. Doc Brown did it, right? Was it? I think it was Doc Can Brown, it be yeah. Dr. Fate? I like James we'll, Bond as Dr. Fate. Let's get there in a second. We'll get yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, yeah. So, Barry go- runs back and what does not a lot. So, in recess time, like uh, like 45 seconds. What a blip. But God, God bless him. Zach knows how to do that. The slow-mo recreation scene. As you're seeing... The pavement put itself back together. Oh, it's the Doc Manhattan playbook. It was nuts. When you're seeing Cavill's arm, the flesh coming back onto his bones and the face yeah. reforming, The it was striking. It was stunning. It was. Um, and it's just enough time for, I think, Superman uppercuts Steppenwolf? Or does he throw him? Um, he hits him in some manner towards the Diana flying through the sky. Who cuts sword his fucking pulled. head off. Yeah. Which they actually through. Yeah. They kill the Seven Dark Side. I kill them. They give you the bloody sword too. That's something you yeah. just don't get in your Marvel movies. I mean, you see the blood coming down, you see the blood dripping off her sword as she comes down to the ground, and the head rolling and ending at Dark Side's feet yeah. was just perfect. And the best part about the whole thing is is Dark Side just kind of goes, hmm. He doesn't care. <laughs> he just crushes the skull and Yep turns and we'll have to do this the old way (laughs) yeah yeah we'll have to do this the old way 
Uh, it's, you know, it's obviously like, you know, not to get too comic booky, but they found out like the anti-life equations on Earth, which is like the thing he's after. It's like his mm-hmm. gauntlet kind of, we'll say. Um, but yeah, but they. Uh, which is the thing that allows him to control Superman. Yes. Yes. Um, all this stuff that they will never, ever get to, unfortunately. <laughs> but. Uh, well, we'll see. I don't know. So they're already it, doing. You're already doing new gods. Already doing. You're Flash already Point. doing. You're already doing Flashpoint, and you've already spent the money to get Keaton and Affleck and yeah. all of these people back. And depending and on what you shit, Peter read- Gibbons is playing Barry Allen's dad now. Yeah, that wasn't yeah. Peter Gibbons. No, they, they they flipped the dads. They changed the dads. That was Billy Crudup. Yeah, up. yeah but yeah, and he's out. out. They said, "Get your long ass poor portrayal of him out." We're bringing in Ron Livingston. Oh, I did not know there was that. Yeah. Peter uh, Gibbons just happened is, like yesterday. Yeah. Uh, happened yesterday. yesterday, yeah. He's off filming. Billy's off filming something else. Yeah, but Which, then I'll- that that was one that took me out. I think I like the portrayal of um, Barry's dad in the show so yeah. much. Oh yeah, that yeah. that one just kind of weird, long haired inmate bitching at other yeah. character I'm, that I don't particularly love. I'm not love. a big Billy Crudup fan. Mm. I mean, he's in some good stuff, in certain but, roles. Yeah, I mean, but not like he's good in Almost Famous. He's real good in that. Oh, he's awesome, and I love that movie. Did he play Dr. Manhattan? Yes, he does. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Giant blue dong and all. Blue penis. That was a prosthetic. I think he borrowed that from Marky Mark. Yeah, I would say it was what? It was Diggler's. Yeah, that was um, Diggler's. But, uh, yeah, so it ends, and you know everyone kind of goes back to their own, their own kind of thing, like these movies do. Um, but then you get the epilogue. And man, the epilogue is which one? <laughs> That's true. You you had four endings to this movie. That's true. Which Return I think of the, the king. The yeah, it just didn't end. The end of movie proper was that kind of threw me a little a great visual. Um but why when you get that crew doing their pose on the top of the wall, that do you need the character carrier to come and get them? They can all get home except for Bruce. <laughs> he's the he's the only one that's stuck there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they wanted to, hey, they spent the money on the CG. That thing was going to fly into, fly into scene. Yeah. I'm sure they had a plan to make a toy or something of it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. That's the first thing I thought of with the tank, too. Yeah. I mean, that's clearly a marketing thing. Yeah. That's, there's no need for him to have a vehicle as big as a house, for Christ's yeah. sake. So then you have an ending where Martian Manhunter goes to Bruce Wayne's house. Um, this is the scene we're talking about where Ben Affleck just show up at Zack Snyder's Zack Snyder's place, and they filmed it in his backyard. Um, you can tell Bruce Ben's probably forty pounds lighter, and they forgot to put the gray back on the sides of his head. Yeah, yeah. So the hair didn't quite match up. He still like looks that. dapper as all hell, though. Um, he's a good-looking man. I he's a good-looking guy. Uh, something with that water in Boston. Um, hell yes. But, uh, so Martian Manhunter shows up, um, and does a little, you know, little spiel kind of thing. Oh, the Martian Manhunter, what's up? Uh, how do you like To which up? Bruce looks confused. Yeah, he's like, like where the uh, fuck were you, like, two days yeah. ago, jerk off? I uh, guess I'll see you around. <laughs> but the whole thing was, is initially, that wasn't supposed to be Martian Manhunter. That was supposed to be your John Stewart Green Lantern appearance, from what they say. And 
as much as Warner Brothers kind of got out of his way for most of this stuff, that was the one thing they explicitly said, you cannot touch them. Because in they three weeks, they start the filming. Berlanti, yeah, because yeah, in three weeks, they're doing, we're, we're starting that. That whole thing is starting up. Yeah, there were certain toys that he couldn't play with. Yeah. And, and, and you actually saw pictures of Zack Snyder, and in the background is the fucking suit. So they had the suit ready to go. Like, he wanted to stick someone in it so bad. <laughs> That's when he was trolling Warner Brothers. Uh, yeah. Well, when even, he was dropping the black and whites, he had yeah. so many shots from his studio. And then it might just be coincidence, but I swear to God, it had like so like it must have been like a little like a uh, tongue in cheek, I think. But there's a new McFarlane um Green Lantern figure that came out mm-hmm. of like live action John Stewart, if there was one. And the suit looks just like the one behind Zach, and the figure looks just like fucking Diggle from Arrow. I'm telling you. It looks just like all those. Ramsey. All those figures, I guarantee you McFarlane had those plans back when the original one was coming out. If this had come out yeah. the way it was supposed to, yeah, I mean, he he didn't do all that in one year. No. Those things are spot on. You Although must have got has- all the pre-sales. Yeah. Entertainment Earth and everything. You can buy cases of, yep. here's your core team, and if you want the dark side add-on and this, yep. it's, they're gorgeous. I'm yeah. not sure it's going to get me to break my no plastic rule, but- it's gonna tease me. The dark side maybe one's it, insane. I want a dark side one. That's really um, the problem. But they're gonna do another dark side one. He's got the tunic on. I'll wait for that one. Um, it's but and then but that so yeah so they they have the set of the Snyder Cut movie figures now, and normally a wave is like six guys and there's five and off on its mm-hmm. own just no wave just re- just dropped in targets all of a sudden is this John Stewart figure so it was definitely the friggin' that was definitely the plan. It's a fucking gorgeous figure too. <laughs> They're it's one gorgeous. of the nicer lantern figures I've ever seen in my life. The McFarlands have come out. The sideshows, like the yep. day after it dropped, you the got hot the two, toy pack two packs, black yep. suit Superman and Nightmare Batman. Which uh, our so friends nice. at the hall emailed me like the next morning. Hey, we're putting in a pre-order. I'm like, I don't want to give you half my money just yet. I'll be able to get them next year too when they come out in you know yeah. September of 22. Fuckers, give me a goddamn trident first. That's been on order since January 2019. <laughs> Assholes. So, so at the end of this, at the end of this four-hour, like insane four-hour journey, everything kind of comes up roses like it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. And then you get the prologue, and you get epilogue. Oh, epilogue! Sorry, Which, prologues before. This is good. You're leading into epilogue as it just came up on my screen. <laughs> He's watching it again. And again. Um, and again. Oh, think it's black and white, fool. Should mention HBO Max is like they ran like a analysis and stuff. This movie kicked off within five minutes of it uploading to the service, kicked off on 1.8 million devices within five minutes of it coming out. It smacked around Falcon and the Winter Soldier in oh, terms yeah. of number of streams, number of households. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even close. Yeah, and I, I love. I am watching the Justice is Gray edition, which is played. This was Zach's original idea. He wanted to release it this way because in his world, it is that whole. There is Frank no Miller good book. and evil, and exactly, it's yeah. They're heroes, but people are going to die. There's going to be collateral damage for the greater good. There's always that push and pull there. You know. Yeah. Hmm. Four ways. Okay, so last thing. So epilogue. Epilogue. So 
in the first one, you had the Batman. Uh, they call it Nightmare, you know, Nightmare Batman, when he's got like the duster jacket. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, he gets captured by the troopers and everything like that, and he goes up and Superman like basically beams him to death. Uh, you get that played out a little bit more in this one. So you end up with Batman, Mera, Cyborg, Flash, Deathstroke. Yep. Which fucking Maganel dope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this and, is you're skipping over some stuff. This is the very last scene. Yeah. Which one? In the oh, movie I before over. the Manhunter. So well, the Luther they, scene was in the first one. They released the Luther scene. Wasn't no the Luther. It ends with. You never see Deathstroke in the first one. You saw shots of it released online, but the Luther scene at the end is um, Eisenberg in the cage, giggling. The bell has already been rung. He's coming, that whole thing, um, which they kind of replaced and retconned in this thing. Yeah, I think they put the Deathstroke scene on the DVD is what I'm thinking. Maybe that's what it is. They actually, the epilogue did a nice job of Kind of walking you through, it kicks off each character's next journey. You see Cyborg put the tape recorder back together. He yes. hears the last message from his father, right. which kind of sends him on his way. You see, um, you see Arthur speaking to Mera and um, what's Willem Dafoe's character's name? Yeah, Vogel? yeah. What I don't know what they were doing with the makeup in this thing, but you can clearly see where the wig was attached. Yeah, like mid forehead. Yeah. Um, but he's got to go. It kicks off into the movie. He's got to go see his father. Mm-hmm. He's leaving to go work as a fisherman and head back to see his father. You get, you still get the shot of Bruce and Diana going into Old Wayne Manor. Mm-hmm. Big table right there. Hall Seats for Jeffers. six. Room for more. The whole, you get that whole thing. Um, Barry going back to see his father. So they kind of set each character back. It's the reverse of your beginning. You got your long intros to each one. And here's your little wrap up for each, and then it goes into your goodness that you're describing here. So continue on. Okay, so then you get into the the far far future, and so you have uh, Mera, Cyborg, Flash, Batman, Deathstroke, and the Joker, and they're in this like post apocalyptic thing, and you're thinking, oh, Dark Side showed up. No, 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 mm-hmm. no, no. The bad guy is Superman. So. Uh, Aquaman's dead because she mentions, you know, I'm gonna, he's gonna pay for what he did to Arthur, which means he's he's fucking nuked, you know. Um, very reminiscent, like I said earlier, there's a, a video game called uh, it's the Injustice series, which became a comic series, also a very good comic series. Um, Sorry, I just went by, I bought the bank, which made oh, me smile. Again. I bought the bank, yeah. Um, in the Injustice video game, the storyline that they came up with, I think they worked with uh. Was it Grant Morrison they worked with on it? One one of the guys who was big at, at DC Creative at the time. It could have been Morrison. I don't remember. It could have been one of those. Yeah. Um, I know Jeff Johns was intimately involved in the Whedon cut. Yeah. I don't know how much he... I know... Chris Terrio wrote the script with... I forget who else was yeah. working. I just with I know because you know because I'm a big. It's the same studio that makes Mortal Kombat, and I'm a huge Mortal Kombat guy. So I know John uh, Tobias, um, or sorry, not, Ed Boon, had to meet with mm-hmm. DC and clear everything, all this stuff. So, in the Injustice storyline, basically the Joker sets a nuke off in Metropolis, uh, and basically kills 
Lois and Superman's unborn son. Ooh. And Superman fucking snaps and kills the Joker and blames mm-hmm. Batman for letting him go all these times. The whole thing, like, why don't you just, you know, you catch this guy a hundred times, just fucking kill him because you know he's going to do it again so, kind of thing. Yeah, they're following much the same playbook, but they're using Darkseid as your big bad here. They yeah. give you the scene of Clark holding Lois's body and Darkseid's hand on his shoulder. Yeah. As he's, you have Darkseid's, like, I guess, trooper ships, your... Yep. Whatever you want to call it, transports. Yeah. They give you the shot of them flying overhead in this, yeah. this Even like the, destitute um, wasteland. Like the SWAT team, basically, that's that's in that. That's stripped right out of the game in the comic series. That's the injustice, like like mm-hmm. the Superman, like Totarian, Totilian, I can't say the call tonight. Like Superman's squad and yeah. stuff like that. Um, yeah, so it basically sets up Superman to be the big bad, which would have been so cool. Would have been so bad for toy sales, but I mean... Um, well, you can buy a bad Superman figure. It's hard. To, as well it's hard. As a good it, one. It's hard to sell kids Superman stuff when he's he's basically he's, he's ripping Shazam's fucking head off and he's nuking Aquaman and he's killing everybody, everybody except for Diana. Because I think Diana joins his side. And Diana game. does turn. Yeah. Yeah. She's basically at his right hand. Yeah. She and, turns on him later. But yeah. Yeah. And it's almost like you're. I guess you could say it's their version of Civil War, except Iron Man can't destroy the entire Earth by himself. You know, it's like it just can't happen. Um, so the stakes are higher, but it would have been something else. That's all I can say is it would have been insane. Um, but in, in the epilogue, too, it was like they have Joker, Joker steal some other box. So what are they doing? They're probably kind of like that Apocalypse War cartoon movie. They're going to try to take mm-hmm. the fight to Darkseid. It's it's kind of yeah. like a mix between that and the Injustice game. Well, and they're trying to sneak Barry someplace to get him to, so we I'm guessing, a place so he can flashpoint you know, something. Yeah, reverse time again. Yeah. Um, you have Leto's Joker, but not the fucked up version you saw in Suicide Squad. No, you still- Same character without the face tattoos and- You see a couple of them. He's got a couple of them. Yeah. He doesn't- he's, he's But not- it's it's very much Joker. All the police badges that yeah. he's wearing is like medals oh, and- definitely, definitely. Yeah, he just- His face doesn't look like an Ed Hardy t-shirt. It's the only difference. Um, <laughs> you have Batman saying the words, and make no mistake- I'll fucking I will kill fucking you. kill you. Which let me tell you something: the blood rush to the pants a little bit on that one. Like that was he that walked was awesome. as as Joker's tormenting Batman, and he's building up towards the. <laughs> oh, we're gonna hit on the Robin topic. It's there. Be very careful the next thing you say. Yep, they they do. And he goes there anyways. Yep, the adopted the adopted son. son. Mm-hmm. So now, but then now you're wondering, fuck, which they, I mean, they're talk, they have to be talking about Jason. It has to be Jason. Yeah. I think so. And you knew there was a dead Robin mm-hmm. going back to BVS. He yeah. still has the suit. Yeah. And that's, I guess, like, that's one of the, the, the real shames is that they skipped over in, in I'm trying to think. I'm going to say this and Chris is going to correct me because I'm going to say it wrong. I know I am. What's that? And Warner Brothers' mad dash to try to catch up with the Avengers they didn't put in the work and they skipped over so many like monumental moments in the history of DC comics. They could have set this thing up so well. And they just, you know, the guys in the suits who were writing the checks just had to fucking, you know, speed things up and jump around and, and but get in the fucking way. And it's, I think they needed to let Zach do his thing. Cause is, if you're listening to any of the interviews that were coming, all of this was coming after you were going to have the flashbacks to, 
the Robin that was going to be in the next movie. Yeah. You were going to have in the, from the talks, um, Joe crap. Now I can't, I drew a blank on his last name. Mental, mental Joe. What that was Deathstroke's last Maganello. name. Maganello. Mr. Vergara. Um, he was describing the Batman Deathstroke movie that was going to be taking place where Batgirl was going to be introduced mm-hmm. and she was going to be playing a central figure in this. Yeah. Like the movie sounded ape shit. Like and the like things that were Batman planned. truce to go after a greater, a great, like a, for the greater good kind of thing. Brings you to the end of it. Exactly. Which the pieces that he had lined up and ready to put in place that were killed when they fucking weeded this thing. Yeah. It did. It, they were taking a decidedly different tact than the slow build. Mm-hmm. But some of it, Marvel gets a lot of credit for the slow build. But when they did it with Iron Man, they didn't know if it was going to fucking work. Phase one was essentially, here's another one. Oh, you like that one too? All right, well, we'll try this one. Yeah. You know, it wasn't. And then once you got through that four or five movie set, it's like, okay, now you're fully invested in the Avengers. Now we can start. Now you're kind of in hook, line, and sinker for the piecemeal. We can just put yeah. the breadcrumbs and weed you where we want to. Yeah. Just, I, I wish they had done this the right way. And I wish we got like more Ben movies. Ben with a Robin would have been nice. This Deathstroke movie would have been great. Just, I don't know. But, I mean, He's tr- still my favorite Batman. Definitely. And it's not even close. It's not, it's not even close. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're trying to do some stuff still. So they've announced uh, sh- the Shazam sequels coming out. Uh, Helen Mirren's playing the bad guy. I just saw that. That's um, awesome. And it's going to be a character not from the comics. Like she's going to be just another like one of the gods, like a god character. They're going to just retrofit. What's she like 80 years old? I'd still sleep with her. Oh yeah, actually, Stunning. If, if you go back to our AMA, it's like the, yeah. the senior citizen. I would stun. You know. Um, so you got that. They just announced um, Black Adam's Justice Society found his Doctor Fate. It's gonna be Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, which that's is fucking unbelievable so casting. Not even in my so wildest good. dreams. I love Doctor Fate. So I mean, oh. they 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 can come back around. And DC, I think, has a better well of characters, and if they do right, it can be good. I think if nothing else, this whole thing tells you that. If you're a guy in a suit and you're making one of these comic movies, get the fuck out of the way. Because when you get out of the guy's way, he makes this. When you get in his way, you end up with that other shit that you had. He Even taking away the comic aspect of it, he makes a beautiful movie. Oh, he yeah. paints an unbelievable picture. And Sucker Punch it is was fucking something... horrible. Man, is it stunning to look at. It's... I've never seen it. It's trash, but it looks amazing. We, we listened to a little of um, Fat Man Beyond when Kevin and Mark gave their review of this last week, and Kevin, they both nailed it. It's, he paints splash pages. Yeah. He will give you images that are your center splash page of a comic book. He turns panels into into videos, basically. He did it in Watchmen, pulling it right from the book. The scene in the comedian's The comedian fight. Oh my God. When the comedian's going over the counter, you can sit there and hold the panel up, right to where the food's flying off one side, the way he's turning into the, the same wall. It's, knives come out of the block. It's like, it's, it's it is unbelievable. He paints an unbelievable picture yeah. with any of this stuff. And, you know, it's not for everybody, but clearly there's a huge fan base. Huge. That is watching this thing. Yep. I mean, it broke all kinds of records. HBO Max is talking about Disney Plus numbers for subscribers after this thing. Well, and you know lot, what? Gonna, if it's going to get them. If it's going to get them to that 100, 150 million in subscribers at 10 bucks a month, you're going to get more of this. Yes. I'm sorry. And like we've talked- They'll spend the money. And like we talked about with Disney Plus and the Marvel stuff, you know what? 
and we've all talked before, we've done numerous Batman episodes. Give me Affleck, make it a series. Do the Mandalorian thing. Give me 12 episodes Give of me a serial Longest Halloween. Oh my, Give me old be... noir shit. Give me, yep. you know, everything. Longest Halloween would be unbelievable. Yeah. So, Give me Court of Owls with an older Affleck. Exactly, exactly. So Sean's starting to fade a little bit. So I think we like this. This there was so much in this movie that we had broken down even out of out of sorts because it's so hard to figure out what goes where. But we it got was too great. excited. I was super excited. You just want to talk so, about this, then this, then this. So just just to wrap up, we're not going to do a top three tonight. Give me um, a like you know blank out of five stars. Give it score it, and then tell me one thing you wish it had, even though it had all this good stuff. Give me one thing you wish that they had done that he didn't get to. Um, I'll give it. I'll give it four stars. Um, you know, I could have, I which which is good for me, right? Yeah. A five star has you know grabs me by the soul and and has me you know crying and elated and and this just had me you know thrilled. I thought it was and, only and sex happy. that made you cry. Say, and I think only showgirls get the five star. How would you? Sorry, it's too rare for <laughs> that really me. to appear in my memory. Um, the. Uh, in terms of something I wish it had had, honestly, this this is kind of dumb, but um, I think the choice to release it in the IMAX ratio is is a real negative, right? Fair. I mean, yes, it's 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 beautifully framed. I love the content, but but in a world where nobody statistically is watching it on an IMAX screen. Or yes, on my iPad screen, it's the perfect ratio. But this movie deserves to be seen bigger, and most of us aren't the Chris Davis, where you know you could be, but you put it all in the bank. Well, yeah, no, I mean specifically, Sean right, Hogarty is way right, well, you're, more well you off know, than me. Did you did you watch it in 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 the theater room? Like I, I know did. you've watched it elsewhere, but but right, that, I did. But and, that's kind of my point. He, you have a wall that can support. You don't really miss out. I I missed out. I'm watching on like a seventy, you know, seventy something inch. But see, I don't see. I'm watching it right now as we're talking, and it's a seventy inch TV in my office. Yeah, but it's like fifteen like we're in, feet away. We're in an age where a seventy inch TV costs you six hundred bucks at Best Buy. Yeah. To get a four K, I mean, it's yep. not a lot of money. This is a clear and Samsung thing. Right. It was like, well, why not? <laughs> It's, I was going to spend five. So, but I don't, I'm, right. I don't think I miss the extra eight inches on each side. I definitely, I definitely don't. My wife does, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, it's I a minor thing. I enjoyed decisions. it. I loved Fair. the way it looked. I thought it was a very strange choice for a four hour movie. It felt like, unlike, like, I didn't feel like the four-hour cut and all the stuff he did felt like ego. I felt like the choice to to frame it that way was awfully strange to commit to to that extent. Um, well, you know that that's yeah. Again, I well, think I it's a see, minor thing. Yeah. You asked I me can to see pick where something. you're at. I, I'm not bothered by it to the extent that I would have brought it up if you hadn't made me right. I guess that. That falls way below, you know, give me a different flash and yeah. maybe give me, I'd prefer a different cyborg. Um, yeah, I can see why, I can see where you would get hung up on that. Um, I'm not hung up. I'm just, right, it's, it's, 
That's it's something that seems yeah. strange. And to I don't me. see, and I didn't see it as a choice to release it in that way. I saw it as a choice to keep it in the Snyder cut. That's how it was. It would have been a choice to stretch it out, where that's how the original movie was filmed. All that he would have had to wreck on it. No, no, no. Put- he he framed he framed it. If you read it right, filming open open mat and filming in that ratio is completely normal, but but editing and producing mm-hmm. the final cut in that ratio, outside that's, of something oh. that's an IMAX movie only, is it, is strange. It would have been a change from what his original release was going to be, if he put it into a different format. Nah, he was never going to release it like this, Chris. If his stepdaughter doesn't die, if he stays on the project, it goes at one eighty. I don't think his stepdaughter had anything to do with the four three. It was meant to be an IMAX movie. No, it no, was- they shot they shot certain scenes in IMAX, and and in IMAX they opened those things up. But he did not intend to release it just in that forming framing. It- well, it goes against what he was saying in the interviews. I mean, I read, I read the interviews. He said he discovered it looked good during that stuff, but he wasn't going to release it like that initially. It was weird seeing cause, I mean, the, the biggest thing is he, you, everything's you've been widescreen since God knows when it's like. So it, it was weird seeing the bars on the side on a, t, on, on a home TV. I mean, if I don't think you're going to see anybody else making that choice. Anytime yeah. soon. Fair enough. Right? I, I don't think you will. And that, that bears out my comment, right? There we go. No, pro- yeah, no, probably not. He had a unique opportunity to do whatever the hell he wanted. Oh, yeah. 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 Once they announced Absolutely. it, he could he could do whatever he wanted there. Um, I don't know if there's anything. I mean, I could sit here and nitpick. I know where you're going to go, DJ. Um. I don't know. There was little things I could nitpick with it. I don't think there was anything that was missing for me. Honestly, you could have given me more Alfred. I loved every Game scene. Good Alfred. Irons was in. I mean, I absolutely adored that interplay. He comes He's off as more great. of a badass than yeah. Bruce. Yep. Like, I'm way more scared of him than I have in the guy in the vest, you know? <laughs> um, he'll just kill you and leave your body, for Christ's sakes. Now, I. I think the thing is, it just left me wanting more. Everything that it was hinted to, hinting towards. Yeah, that's. I want to see what was to come next in that next few chapters, where they were going to take these movies. I, I want to see how Cyborg was going to play into Flashpoint. I want to see how close they're going to get to Flashpoint, the Flashpoint mm-hmm. that we know. You know, things like that. We'll see some of it. The girl who played Iris is coming back. You are getting Affleck back. I mean, Gal's still under contract, so theoretically you could have her in there. I don't think she's been announced yet. So yeah. all of these people had multi-movie contracts that don't just expire. I mean, the studios just ignore them. I guess that's the only thing. I wanted – I'm just left wanting that next phase more than wishing there was something else in this movie. Okay. What's your score? Um, Because I don't want to be accused of being like a Disney, uh, DC honk or anything like that. I'm going to go 4-5. And it's close there. I can nitpick little things. I don't yeah. need the pale girls singing for two minutes when Aquaman left sniffing his sweater. Group Reminds man. me of my wife looking at Momoa too much. Um, <laughs> there's little things like that. There were a couple musical beats that seemed off to me. 
Like yeah. you could have, like I talked about the transport and this little thing. I understand why he did it, but I probably, if it was me, I wouldn't have left him in. But yeah, yeah I'll go four or five. But considering the other one, I just put in the watchable, but don't really need to revisit category. I mean, this thing wins an Oscar in comparison. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go four out of five. Also, just because five out of five, it's. I mean, you would have, to have everything. Yeah, it is. That's high praise. Um, the one thing I would have had, I would have liked to see, not just John Stewart to have a Green Lantern in it, but I would have liked, especially when we had this much time to flush it out. If you also had Hawkgirl exist in this movie, and you could have built that romantic relationship between him and her and John Stewart, that's a great relationship once it gets going. Has that been been cool? And it would have seen, been nice to see Cavill punch Darkseid. That would have been fucking dope. Are we getting? Um, are we getting Hawk Girl in the Black Adam movie? We're getting Hawk Man. I, we're getting Hawk Man. I know. Yeah, but I mean, there's a no talk of her. There's got to be a mm. mention of it. You would think they'll save her. I mean, from those other, two. Yeah, we'll see her for like a Harley Quinn movie or something. Always, yeah, eventually. they always do. I mean, they always come back. Yeah. at some point. I put hmm. her in the Green Lantern show, and then you could have you know her and Hawkman finally after she's already hooked up with John Stewart. We are getting, I believe Black Adam starts filming next month. Yes. I believe it's in April. And Green They Lantern start rolling film. And I don't uh, know if you've seen stuff. any of the pictures of, oh, I know you have, DJ. I don't know if Sean's seen any of the shots of The Rock training for this thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. He doesn't need a suit. Just give him some spandex and he's good to go. Yeah. Put a, put he's a, gotten- Put a lightning bolt s- on his nipples. That's his Black Adam costume. He has gotten so fucking big for this movie. Yep. Like, I'm pretty sure the veins in his arms could play Black Adam on their own. Seriously. It's ridiculous. At Like, since he started 50 almost? Yeah, he's got to be close to 50. He's your age, Sean. Yep. So yeah. there's, there's no, Jen's comparison exactly right there. how I look. Yep. It's going to be you and Dwayne. Since he started posting those workout videos on Instagram, they said uh, Pornhub's uh, click count has gone down about 15% a day. Since that came out. That's mainly me. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Good Lord. Very long story short, Snyder Cut was excellent. It was worth the wait. It's too bad that this whole thing kind of got blown up, but at least we know what would have came. And I guess there's a little bit of a better than not known at all, right? And you know what? Having love and loss is better than never have loved that kind of whole shit. Even with, yeah, even with all of the shit that he had to go through. I'm so happy for him. Yeah. This is validation for Zach because he took so much shit from Man of Steel. People generally liked, but they I shit all over BVS. It wasn't that bad. And I went back and no, I went back and rewatched the Ultimate Edition recently. You probably didn't need the extra half hour. Yeah. But I don't, other than some CG that was a little odd. Like the only thing I had a problem with there is that you brought, you didn't need to go with that storyline all at once. You know, you could have stretched out the Superman the Doomsday story. card sword. Doomsday didn't have to come that quickly. Could have been know? Metallo, but, could have been Parasite, could have been whatever, you know. But okay, I I get it. I see where he wanted to go with the character. You needed Superman to die. Yeah. To be that driving force in this one. But no, I'm I'm very happy for him because right now it's nothing but sunshine and lollipops to that guy. There you go. I mean, leading to Army of the Dead, which looks amazing with Batista. I'll pass. Thank you. What? It's zombies doing Ocean's Eleven. They just don't have to fight Terry Benedict, you know? No. They're they're going to the vault of the Bellagio. (laughs) You have Elvis zombie. Come on, you got zombie Elvis. You got zombie transvestites. You got zombie everything. It's going to be amazing. I am intrigued if they do zombie Gordon Ramsay. That'd be pretty funny. That's it. He's coming right out of Hell's Kitchen. 
The brain is fucking raw. That would be okay. amazing. I can't wait. It's going to be so good. <laughs> uh, so everyone, thanks for listening to this uh, long-winded breakdown of the uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, follow us on Twitter, mm-hmm. at FMN37. And uh, be sure to ch- uh, next week, probably about four or five days, days. a couple of days, uh, we'll come right back with the uh, last two rounds of March Fatness, and yes. we can figure out which uh, which snack. It, that one might get a little heated, too. I'm sure there's, there might be some screaming on that one. So Nah. If pub cheese makes it through. There's going to be, be pitchforks and flames, and yeah, people are going to be happy. <laughs> The anti-pub cheese group is very, very it's strong. Pretty strong, and yeah. The community's growing. <laughs> They're not happy with us. Uh, Fuck your Weathens. Fuck them in <laughs> their stupid asses. Have a, have a good yeah. night, everybody. <laughs> Later, kids. Bye.